Grace and peace to you this morning. Welcome to worship here at Westminster. Today, we, our worship has been planned and will be led by our high school confirmation class. As we gather in this place and in this space, I invite you to take just two or three deep breaths to center ourselves here together. So let us breathe together. So let us now prepare our hearts and minds to worship God. As part of our confirmation class, we each wrote a faith statement describing what is important to us about our faith. As we light the candles this morning, we will read a few sentences from each of the nine faith statements. We encourage you to consider what you would write in your own faith statement. Church community is a place where I can be and feel safe. It's so important that a church community is inclusive, free of judgment, and kind. I believe God is accepting of everyone. I love God, and I know they have and will always love me. Faith is a commitment, a commitment to friendship, kindness, and community, to showing up for others and with others. The relationships I have built within the youth group and with God through prayer feel authentic and enduring to me. Faith is important to me because it brings people together. It brings people together who often don't have things in common. But I think the definition of God can change for everyone. God isn't only for the most perfect people, just as God isn't for only those who are lost and still finding themselves. It all boils down to the fact that God will always be with us. God is a constant, even when our lives aren't. I believe that I have a good relationship with God. We have been praying a ton at school, which has brought me closer to God because I get a chance to, to communicate with him. I believe my relationship with God will help me through my life. Jesus came to us to show us an example and do a deep cleaning, how to live a life with no possessions but with meaning. We put him to death, but he came back for us leaving us with the, with the Holy Spirit and a new religion. Everyone likes him, at least a smidgen. The, the quality I admire in Jesus is his willingness to see the good in everyone and forgive them no matter the condition. He brings his open heart to everything. Jesus gives me an opportunity to start new and have the right virtues in my life. Being at church has granted me the opportunity to connect with new people and allows me to give back to the community. Church also gives me a chance every weekend to think about things that are bigger than myself. I've been able to discover more about my faith and what I both believe and question about God. I feel God's presence granted me hope and despair, advice with concerns, and praise in succeeding with my goals. I believe that God will love me unconditionally through these times of both triumph and failure. I would not be the same person without church and God in my life. Now that this new light is shining, we invite you to rise in body or spirit and join in our opening hymn number 401.
You may be seated. I do want to welcome you here to worship at Westminster. It is good to be worshiping with you today. After worship, I invite you out into our patio garden area where we always have coffee and tea and snacks. And today we have a special reception, which I think includes a cake in honor of our confirmation students. So I do invite you after worship to join us out there. This would usually be the time when I would encourage you during our offering to pass the pew pads, but we're trying something new today. If you notice on the back of your bulletin, there's a QR code there. Um, isn't it nice? Yeah. So if you scan that with your phone, um, it brings you to a sheet where if you're new, um, I invite you to give us uh, some of your contact information and we can be in touch with you about the church throughout the week. If you have prayer concerns or something that you would like the pastors to know, all, all the information that you put on that document will go directly to Rob and me. So you can do it right now during worship if you want or take your bulletin home and throughout the week, but a good way for us to be in touch with each other. With that, I invite Olivia forward for our community prayer. Will you join with me in the community prayer? <clears throat> Let us pray. Loving God, you have commanded us to love our neighbors. Help us to do that in all of the communities of which we are a part. May we love one another even though we are different. May we love one another even though we don't always agree. Guide us in uplifting and supporting one another and in both giving and receiving love. Amen. Our prayers continue in quiet. Hear good news. God's mercy is as wide as the ocean. God's desire to forgive us is as strong as mighty wind. So let your hearts receive the outpouring of God's love and God's forgiveness through the Holy Spirit. Amen. great to be together and share all kinds of news, whether it is of joy or a concern, and we would love to hear it, to share with one another. Does anyone have a joy, something that maybe happened recently, or a matter of concern that we can lift up in prayer today? Yes, ma'am, Kaylin. Yes. That's right. There was a... There was a lacrosse match between Redwood and M.A. There were winners and losers. And what is a joy to some is a concern to others. Uh, and so, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, Jeff. Yeah. 
Jeff, uh, and we're all happy that you're alive, you're here, and you're on the mend, and, and Jeff expressing gratitude to everyone, but particularly our high schoolers who reached out to him when he was in the hospital. So. Yes, sir, Brandon. Stud athletes. A lot of great athletes here. Brandon's Super Bowl is today, so good luck. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Sherry expressing that uh, one of their one of their little kittens, uh, cats, Sweet Pea, passed away this past week. Uh, in their arms and on behalf of all God's creation we're grateful for your family for taking care of uh, the little cat is there anyone else yes ma'am Michelle yeah a clean break Benjamin, if you're going to break a bone, you got to do it cleanly. So thank you. And uh, we want to pray that you continue to get better. Yes, sir, Chris. Uh, concern Android. Concern uh, Ember Road. Uh, people that I am really close to uh, heading out to Poland um, are in a position group to Chris expressing joy for friends in town, and also uh, I would like to share some gratitude that you have friends and physicians going to Eastern Europe to help with the effort there. Uh, of course, we pray for their safety. Uh, anyone else with, prayer, with a joy or a concern? Yes, ma'am. We're expressing joy to have some Stevens family here. Welcome to this family. Yes, sir, Monty. Uh, Formula One first race. Yeah. Formula One first race, which is a joy for those. If you don't know, we have a race car driver here. Uh, Monty, when, when did you start racing cars? When did you start racing cars? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just an estimate is fine. <laughs> we don't need to know the date. But <laughs> Three years ago? Ten years old? I bring that up because parents, if you're looking for something your children to get involved in, you can be ten years old and race a race car. It's kind of fun. So. <laughs> yes, ma'am, Barb. Correct, yeah. All those suffering in Ukraine and gratitude particularly for Chris, our other nurses and doctors here in this church and for all that you know, all the people you know and all the, the extra hours and overtime they've been working uh, over these past couple of years. Well, if there are any others, let's have a moment of quiet and pray. God, there is so much in our hearts things that lift us up, 
the games and sports that are a part of our lives, the joys that those things bring, and sometimes the disappointment that they bring, and the joys of seeing the courage of our friends and our loved ones uh, going to places of need, and we pray for their safety. The joy it is to welcome family and friends to this home, this house of God. Uh, we pray they feel a special connection to you and to all of us here. Yeah, we uh, continue to pray as your son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power in the glory forever. Amen. So the confirmation class began planning this worship about two weeks ago, and we started by thinking about theme. And what is it that you want to share with the congregation? What is it that you want to know or celebrate or learn? And the very first thing they said was, food. <laughs> All right, that's fine, but we had to think a little more theologically. Why? Why would we have food as a part of worship? And so we started to talk last week. Three of the students started to think more carefully about you know, what does it mean to, sh to share food together. And so we're going to share food together in just a little while. But before that, Anderson's here to, to explain a little bit more. So uh, sharing food together has been a very important part of our confirmation class. Uh, we have shared snacks during almost every one of our meetings because it's a very like, special way to get to like, know each other and have food together. And so we remember that Jesus used meals as a way to be welcoming and inclusive. He, of he often ate with surprising and unexpected people, and sharing a meal together is a wonderful way to build community and relationships. Today, we want to share a snack together. As we eat together, we will sing as a reminder that we are all welcome here. Welcome here. After you eat, please keep track of your trash and uh, bring to the trash can once worship is over. And if gummy bears aren't your thing, make sure just to bring a, a bag or two home to like family members or friends that uh, would want some gummy bears.
Now it's time for the birthday blessing. If anyone has a birthday in March, um, we invite you to please come forward. Lent is a time to take time to let the power of our faith story take hold of us. A time to let the events get up and walk around in us. A time to intensify our living unto Christ. A time to hover over the thoughts of our hearts. Lent is a time to allow a fresh new taste of God. Perhaps we're afraid to have time to think, for thoughts come unbidden. Perhaps we're afraid to face our future, knowing our past. Give us courage, O God, to hear your word and read our living into it. Give us the trust to know we're forgiven and give us the faith to take up our lives and walk. So I think my favorite line of that poem is, Lent offers us a time to offer a fresh new taste of God. Really like that. And so our hope and our prayer for you during your Lenten birthday, but not only on your birthday, not only during Lent, but throughout this coming year that you may experience regularly that fresh new taste of God. So happy birthday to each of you. Okay, if you are a kid and you are worshiping with us, please come up to the front. Uh, hello, hello everybody. How are you? Nice gummy bears, yeah? You like that part? Okay, so today I thought we should do some trivia. And so Monty... If you could come over here and help me with this trivia. So sit by me. <laughs> It'd be very nice. So it's going to be all of you versus Monty. So I'm going to say a question. And if you know the answer, raise your hand. And whichever person I see first, I will call on. And we will see who has the most points at the end. Okay, here we go. First question. When is Theo and Soul's birthday? Yes. <laughs> Yes, September 17th. That is correct. One point's for the kids. Okay. Monty, not looking so hot, but I'm sure you can come back. What is the church in Pokemon Go? Is it a gym, a Pokestop, a nest, or I don't play Pokemon Go? Yes, Liam. Yes, that is correct. This is a gym. Oh, my gosh. 2-0, Monty. What are you doing? Okay. Name one Paw Patrol dog. Yes. Yes, Chase is correct. You all look. Oh, you want to name another one? Zuba, yes. 
Oh, we're just naming them all. Yes. Oh, my gosh, Marshall. We're going all out. Yes. Yes. Okay, so. Mo Rocky. Oh, my gosh. We're doing all of them. Monty, you're getting destroyed. Okay. You have a chance, though. What is the main ingredient in salad? Okay, yes, Monty. Oh, he got one, folks. It's lettuce. Okay. We are two to one. Three to one, yes. Okay, cool. Nice, nice someone's keeping track. Okay. In the movie Frozen, who sings Let It Go? Yes? Oh, too long. Who wants to do it? Yes. Elsa, we are correct. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Okay. Here we go. We have three more questions. What is the second color of the rainbow? Yes. Orange. Oh, my gosh. He's too good. Okay. What is Liam's favorite color? Yes, Liam. Oh, red, folks. Monty, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay, last question. What is my favorite kind of pizza? Liam? Pepperoni? No. Hawaiian. He gets one. Okay. Good job to Monty. Two to six. I'm sorry, Monty. It's okay. Maybe you'll get it next time. But why did we do this? Well, did you see how when you worked in a group, you won? I asked on a bunch of different you, and your combined knowledge helped you win. Maybe. Maybe that was part of it. <laughs> yes, you did know some extra things. But... When you didn't know the questions, you might have been scared that you were going to lose. I mean, Monty is a pretty smart guy, but you worked together and you won. When we work as a community, some hard things become a lot easier. You may be able to handle things alone, like you might have thought you could do it alone, but if you share, things become a lot easier. So you guys will follow the lady in the blue, Sally, in the back. <laughs> and yes, how, go in peace. Go now in peace. Go now in peace. Our first reading is from Matthew chapter 10. Listen to how the Spirit may be speaking to you through these words. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leap lepers cast out demons you received without payment give without payment take no gold or silver or copper in your belts no bag for your journey or two tunics or sandals or a staff for laborers deserve their food whatever town or village you enter find out who in it is worthy and stay there until you leave 
As you enter the house, greet it. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet as you leave that house or town. Truly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. Our second reading is from Matthew chapter 19. Then little children were being brought to him in order that he may lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples spoke sternly to those who brought them, but Jesus said, Let the children come to me, and do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of heaven belongs. And he laid his hands on them and went on his way. This is holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. Now, becoming a part of Westminster and finally finishing the process of confirmation, I've reflected what is my responsibility as being a part of this community. Well, in the summer of 2019, I made the decision, more of a forceful decision by my parents, to attend the Santa Cruz mission trip. I was very unsure of the idea of going, as I thought it was just going to be annotating the Bible or just studying it. Although, if this is your style, then I'm all for it. But not very thrilled being a teenager, I was put in the car with five other unfamiliar faces. And trust me, the silence spoke for itself. Trying to break tension, and no one had any idea who anyone was. Upon arrival, we started to do icebreakers. Slowly, everyone on the mission trip crept out of their shells, and the room was filled with laughs that were contagious. Continuing our project, we were assigned tasks to choose from the Homeless Garden, St. Francis Kitchen, and the Boys and Girls Club. I chose the Boys and Girls Club, and for a week, I was constantly being fought over to play Barbies, Legos, dodgeball, and more. At the end of this joy-filled week, I reflected how I was at the beginning of the trip. A typical, please, no one look at me, I'm an awkward, embarrassed teenager, to now wanting to get to know my middle school friends. Three years later from this experience, I considered my peers I've worked with my second family. A break from stress in my life when walking through the doors and always being greeted by a smile, to Ben's colorful outfits, to Olivia's never-ending soccer injuries, and Jeff's, <laughs> and Jeff's high school stories. I always leave this church with a smile on my face. I found my responsibility as a part of this church to dive into those meaningful relationships we've built and expand by including our lo local community in the relationships we've now created. While our love for this church builds the foundation, our open-mindedness to new ideas structures us, and our differences and, as individuals brings us close together as a community. That's what makes up my Westminster. All right, so as Anna said, I also feel the same way that this church is like a second family. I love all of you guys. So uh, uh, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun over these past few years. Um, but we can make this inclusive community anywhere in our lives, all of us. And so I think, I think that's an important lesson to take away from this. Uh, a book I read when I was younger, uh, it's called Fill My Bucket, I think. I don't remember the name. But it's a story about a bucket. And anytime anyone says something to it, if it's a nice comment, it fills the bucket. 
And if it's a mean comment, it takes out of the bucket. And the goal is for, at the end of the day, the bucket to be full. And I know that's a very childish uh, book, but it was, it was um, I think it's a strong lesson uh, that at the end of every day, we should try to be making sure that we filled everyone's buckets around us. It doesn't have to be something big. It can just be a small compliment or a small comment because sometimes that can last with those people for a very long time. Especially right now, coming out of this pandemic, when we've all been apart for two and a half years, I think we all need to be together more than ever. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and I think everyone needs their buckets to be full. In school uh, this year, I had a project on this Greek old tradition called Brumalia. Uh, it was, it was, I think it was done during the Winter Solstice Festival. And for each day of the Winter Solstice Festival, uh, a letter corresponds to the first day. So like the first day of uh, Brumalia is A, and then B is the second day, and so on. And on each of those days, you find a friend who has a name that starts with that letter. So for the first day, it would be like Alex, and then Brady, or whatever. <laughs> and so... Uh, and on each of those days, you'd make a meal for a person who has a name uh, on that letter day. So I think that's, it's a very strange tradition that doesn't really make any sense. And all the food that they made was really weird. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. But it's, it's, a, it's a cool idea in that we, the goal was to acknowledge your friends and to make sure that they are having a good day. And I think we could do something like that. Uh, it doesn't have to be making meals for someone every single day, because I know for sure that I would never do that. Uh, but it's, it's, just, it's a good way to fill someone's bucket, definitely. So the first passage today was Jesus talking about the, uh, sending out his disciples on pretty much the first mission trip ever. And he was saying, just go out. You don't need anything. Just love your neighbor. And I think that's a valid point. Just go out and love each other. I think that's pretty simple. And I think we should all do that now. I think that's what God's calling us to do, is to go out and love our neighbors. So when we leave today, we should all go out and fill everyone's buckets. We chose a theme of community. What does it mean to be part of a community, and how do you expand your community? First of all, branch out. Don't be afraid to meet new people. Talk to people you haven't talked to in a while. And it doesn't matter how long it's been. They're probably so happy to be reconnected with you. And finally, talk to people you wouldn't normally talk to. Ignore, your, ignore the awkwardness of that. I had a friend who I went to elementary school with in the city, and we moved up to Marin, and I was really disconnected with her. And for a while, I wanted to reconnect with her, but didn't know how to. And then one day she texted me and she was like, oh, do you wanna like go out to lunch or something? I was like, sure, but like, this is gonna be so awkward. Like, I don't, like, I don't know how this is gonna go. I haven't seen her in a while. And then I talked to her and it was like back to normal again. We reconnected, we talked like it was like we were in elementary school again. You have to have the right mindset to do that. I did not have the right mindset, and that really, um, did, that really like, ruined it. So um, having the right mindset will change a lot. 
Um, it's okay if people aren't ready. Don't let that bring you down. It's not worth it. Can, and any, it can be big or small. A compliment can go a long way. Even if they don't show it, you probably made their day by giving them that simple, hey, like I love your dress or something. Um, just so you know, Jesus loves and includes everyone. In the second passage um, we read, they mentioned that he included the children, elderly, poor, sick. And it wasn't expected, but he did it regardless. Love your neighbor like Jesus does, and most importantly, love yourself. Thank you. I'm going to invite our youth who are ushering to go ahead and get ready. And Mia reminded us, Jesus loved everyone. I think we're one short. There we go. All right. Jesus loved everyone. Mia reminded us, the outcast, the poor, even the children, which really turned upside down the society of the time, really challenged assumptions. So as we receive our morning offering, uh, we're going to listen to this song by Jack Johnson.
You may be seated. This time I invite Olivia forward to receive the sacrament of baptism. It's, it's like somebody entering a game. I've never, never thought of baptism as so cool. Right here, stand right here. Olivia, in your confirmation today, you are in some ways becoming an adult in the faith. So in that sense, you bring yourself to this holy sacrament. And yet, as is the case so often in our lives, right now you sort of stand between two roles as child and adult, as youth and adult. And so as a result, I'd like to invite your parents forward too. So make room for them. And as you all have, well, you can come up. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And as the youth have made it a theme today, it's not just about individuals or families, but it's a community thing. And so um, Olivia's family has chosen to have godparents. So Rachel and Rob, I invite you forward too to make this a community experience. So Olivia, these adults don't carry you to baptism in the way they carry an infant in their arms. But in many ways, a loving family and loving adults and a loving congregation very much carries you to baptism and promises to walk with you throughout your life as a member of this family of faith. In baptism, friends, we acknowledge what God is already doing. It's not as much about what we do. But we promise to come alongside God in that holy work. The Apostle Paul writes, As many of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer male or female. There is no longer slave or free. All of you are one. Paul goes on to say, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. Therefore, we've been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. So, let me start with the parents. I have questions for each group here. And you can scoot around if you make more room here. Do you profess your faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Do you renounce evil, affirming your reliance on God's grace? And do you declare your intention to support Olivia's activity and participation in the worship and mission of this church? And do you declare your intention to continue to su uh, support the Christian nurture of her? If so, please say, we do. And Rachel and Rob, parents for you, or questions for you as godparents. Trusted friends and fellow church members, loving and caring adults for Olivia and their family. Do you want and will you work for what's best for her as an outgrowth of your faith? To stand by her in good times and in times that bring challenge. If so, please say we do and we will. And now, Olivia, this question is for you. As someone who's confirming the faith that was offered to you throughout your childhood, do you desire to receive baptism, trusting in God's grace in Jesus Christ, turning from that which does harm in the world, and do you desire to continue to be an active participant in the life of this church? If so, please say, 
I do. All right? And we have a, a covenant led by one of our elders. <laughs> oh, we're not doing that? Oh, okay. We're going to, you're doing that later. My bad. You're good. <laughs> but you look ready. And that's, I appreciate that. Thank you for the interruption. So now, do are we welcoming? Are we doing the welcome song? Okay, thank you. <laughs> Hit it. Now let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we remember how you swooped down over the waters at the beginning of creation and drew out life out of the formless void. We remember how you moved your people through the waters of the Red Sea and drew them into liberation. We remember how you baptized Jesus in the Jordan and you commissioned us to baptize in your name. And so we trust that that same spirit now flows through this congregation and into this font of living waters. And so we ask that you bless it in Christ's name. Amen. Now, Olivia, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that is the creator the Redeemer, and the Sustainer. Amen. Because that's what mothers do. There. Recognizing it is the oldest baptismal creed we know, our tradition invites us to join with Christians of all times and places by reciting the Apostles' Creed. It may be found on page 35 of your hymnals. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious one, blessing one, mysterious one, in the waters of this baptism, in the waters of these tears, imprint your all-loving, indelible touch on the life of Olivia. 
Surround her with your love through this community and all the communities of faith in which she finds herself. Give her eyes to recognize you, feet to walk in your way, hands to reach out, and a heart to flower. We pray these things in the precious name of Christ. Amen. Amen. And you all, except for you, may be seated. And while, while you're doing that, a couple of things, and I'll, maybe I'll pass these on to your folks so that you can be up here. But this is a candle, Olivia, that we always give to folks when they're baptized, a reminder of the light of God that is with us all the time. And we encourage you to light it as a commemoration on the anniversary of your baptism and also a baptism certificate. So I'm going to hand this over to them so you can participate here. Mr. Moderator, the session received the following persons into the membership of this congregation. Wilson Adkins, Anna Colwell, Olivia Holt, Mia Maisel, Livy Plexico, Ben Sumrall, Anderson Swank, Monty Tipton, and Caitlin Van Dusen. Okay, Comfermans, so this is your question. This is the moment where you take the faith that has been given to you, and you claim it as your own. So do you profess, profess your faith in Christ as Lord and Savior? Do you turn from evil, that which does hurtfulness in the world and harm, affirming instead your reliance on God's grace, God's grace that we see most fully in Jesus Christ? And do you declare your intention to participate fully in the life of God's mission in the world, manifest in part in this church? If so, please say, we do. Please join me in the Congregational Covenant found in your bulletin. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome these new members into this congregation. We promise to love, encourage, and support them and their families. We promise to share the good news of the gospel with them, to look for God's presence in them, and together to study, know, love, and serve Jesus Christ. So this group has been meeting together since September, about every other week, and this feels a little bit like a graduation but Rob is very famous for saying confirmation is not a graduation. In fact, it's just a beginning. A beginning. A what? Introduction. An introduction. Yes. So when we, when we think about that, we have a few gifts for you as our ritual of welcome. And Jeff, do you, would you mind getting the bread that's under the communion table? So I think at least... Once per class, at least once per class when we've been meeting, one of these students has said, are we going to get bread? Are we going to get bread? Please, are we going to get bread? Um, and so Barbara Rowe is our in-house bread maker. So I contacted Barbara, and I'm like, 
nine loaves, that's kind of a lot. What do you think? And Barb was like, of course. So we have for you a loaf of bread braided together, which is some important symbolism as you know, we are joining together as part of this community, as you have told us over and over again during this worship service. In addition, Rob is flexing his strength here, holding these, <laughs> holding these. When you, those of you who were part of Westminster in third grade got a children's Bible, which was appropriate for you at that time. And now we're giving you a study Bible, um, which is appropriate for you now at this age. So we hope that you will use it, bring it to Sunday school, um, and continue to learn about God, about yourselves through this Bible. So what we're going to do is we're going to go one at a time. Jeff and Maria will pass out the bread. Uh, Rob will pass out the Bibles. And then I have a certificate for you as well. So a Olivia Holtz. Of course, y'all aren't standing in the order of my certificate, so I'm going to do the best I can. Ben Sumrall. Caitlin Van Dusen. Livy Plexico. Anna Colwell, Monty Tipton, Anderson Swank, Mia Mazel, and Wilson Adkins. Welcome to all of you. important group, in addition to meeting with Jeff and me and Rob, um, we, each of these students, or many of these students, had a guide that guided them through the confirmation process. And I know that many of our guides are here today. So if our guides would just stand up very quickly, and we want to give you thanks for the ways that you have guided our students through this journey. As we move into a time of prayer, I'm um, mindful that this is a moment for you all, but it's also a moment for your families, too. So I'm going to invite parents, grandparents, relatives, close friends, whatever, to whoever came here for these folks to come up and surround them. So come on up. And I'm going to invite the guides to also come up. And you could go around back wherever you want. And there's some room over here, too, if you, oh, there you go. It's a fitting image for a group that wanted to talk about community. <laughs> so let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for this sacred occasion when faith that was conferred has now become faith confirmed. We recognize that all along this journey, there have been those whose contributions have led the way here. 
parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, Sunday school teachers, friends, coaches, teachers, mentors in all sorts of ways. And so we pause just for a moment to call to mind all those people who have loved these people into themselves. How proud they must be to know the difference they have made in your lives. We know, O oh God, that faith is an unending journey. So we pray that as we go from this place, that you would go with these confirmands so they would continue to grow in wisdom, in curiosity, in joy, in good cheer, that they might both seek and find, and that they might be accompanied by the living Christ. And so now, allow their loved ones to take one final look at them in this moment. For once they cross this threshold, while they are their children, they are children no more. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Full circle. <laughs> As you can tell from that, there's a lot that goes on in the life of this beloved community. And we invite you in any way that you feel so led to become engaged in it, that you might become a part of this beloved church family in deeper and deeper ways. I have a, several announcements, so bear with me as we go from here. There's been a lot of clapping today, a lot of expression of joy and appreciation for these young people. And that's such a heartwarming feeling. So now I'm going to challenge you to put your clapping into action and take the next step. Rather than just cheering for these folks today, I'm going to invite you to do several things. One is to get to know them better than you might already do. That starts with talking to them today after the service, and it continues with every time you see them talking to them and introducing yourself to them again and again until they know your name and you theirs. Invite them into your lives and into your ministries. So whatever you're doing in this church, ask whether or not young people are being fully included in that ministry, young and older people for that matter. Join them in their ministries. When they're doing an event, uh, some kind of offering, find a way to be there, to be supportive, to be connected, to be present. Uh, Find ways in which you could be a confirmation mentor. You could be a Sunday school teacher so that you could not only bless them, but as any leader will tell you, be blessed richly by them. To, to that end, Jeff has a very specific request for ways you could be involved right now. Yeah, some of you have, are familiar with this if you've read your recent Zephyr's uh, issue that came out. We set a goal uh, to pray for every single middle and high schooler and elementary schooler, if we can, by name, all over Marin. That 
makes up about 20-some thousand people. We just feel like the pandemic has adversely affected them in long-term ways that uh, it hasn't affected people like me or like you maybe. So we want to pray for every single one of them by name during Holy Week. We are doing that by collecting yearbooks. We have several yearbooks already in our possession representing about uh, somewhere between eight and 9,000 young people currently. Uh, we would like to have them collected by April 3rd. So if you have possession of a yearbook in your home or can help us get one, we would love that. Uh, we can make copies of it. We're obviously going to give it back. We're not going to keep it. Uh, but also, I invite you to come during Holy Week where they will, the yearbooks will be here in the sanctuary uh, during open office hours, and we invite you to come and pray for every one of our young people in Marin County, not just the ones that are seated here, but all of them, because they all need our prayers. Thank you, Jeff. So a few more announcements. I'll move a little more quickly here. Next Sunday, after this service, there'll be a congregational meeting. This is just to act on what the session did at the last session meeting. We had a better-than-expected year financially last year, thanks to you all for that. And so accordingly, we made an ab a budget adjustment, with, which came with some salary adjustments for the staff. Some of that has to be confirmed by the congregation, not just the elders. So that should be uh, a short meeting after the service next week. We invite you to be there for that. Um, also, on that day, after you come in and you cast your vote in that meeting, you'll be invited to move into the community building to enjoy a youth barbecue. Great food, great fellowship, great cause to raise money for some of the work of youth ministries here, so please be there. Um, at 10 o'clock, after the 10 o'clock service today, so we're running a little bit late, but we're almost there, I hope you stick around after you have some refreshments to hear Liz Hall from the Marin Organizing Committee. She's going to be talking and answering some questions. Many of the faith communities in Marin are part of the Marin Organizing Committee. It's a community uh, organizing group that helps congregations get in, engaged in the justice work in the county. So if you'd like to learn more, we're exploring that as a church. We'd love you to um, engage that way. So stick around for that. Bethany, where's that going to be? The upstairs in the upper room, the community building, take the stairs or the elevator. Uh, two more. The hiking group wasn't able to get their announcement into the bulletin in time, no problem. Uh, but they are hiking next, uh, on the 25th, on Friday, uh, out at Phoenix Lake, I believe, followed by a lunch at Nancy Gerard's. So if you'd like to sign up and you didn't see, uh, you haven't seen an announcement yet, contact Judy Sachs or Carol Kaufman. Carol's in the back. Carol can wave. Uh, remember, you can always find each other through the directory, too, when we throw out names like that. That's on the member section of the website, or you can always ask me. And finally, we had a really spirited discussion of the film Don't Look Up last week during our What Are You Watching series, which we started when the pandemic started, and we were all sheltered in place and devouring Netflix. But that group's still going because we have such interesting conversations. The next series we're going to discuss is Ted Lasso. So uh, something, yeah, a little... little a little fun, right? And uh, maybe we'll find even a little God in that. Who knows? So uh, just check the listings for when you see something that looks appealing. You don't have to come every time. You just dip in and out. We've been meeting online, and I think that's probably how we'll go for some time. Well, that's been a lot, I know. So I'm going to turn it back over to Bethany and the youth for our closing song. I'm going to invite you all forward, you all being our students. Another way we share in community together, especially here in worship, is singing together. Um, and we, 
We always say when we sing as a congregation, it's about making a joyful noise, not necessarily about knowing all the right notes. And we're going to prove that. Have you all lost your lyrics? Oh, man. Well, we're going to do the best we can. We, we invite you to join us. The beginning, the beginning. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. All right, that's the beginning where they're going to join us, right? And then at the end, you've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. So all the you've got a friends, we would love for you to join us. And then we're going to sing the verses. Okay. Are you ready for this? Ready or not, we're going to go for it. Here we go. You've got a friend. 